Say What? Say What Radio Show. With no agenda. It's always a surprise. But if we're not having fun, we're doing something wrong. And welcome to the Say What Show. It is November 6th, 2021. My name is Nancy Hopkins. With me is Dolly Howard and Walt Silva. And I know they're here because I've been talking to them. I told them to mute, so let's see. I didn't mute them. I haven't heard them on. They must be okay. You can talk now. Hi, guys. <laughs> Hi, Walt. Jeez, I, I was We're starting to, to panic. Why? <laughs> I was here all alone by myself on mute. Wait, oh, isn't the posse me? with you at all times? Uh, well, yeah, but I get used to them. Oh. You take them for granted? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. No. Oh, no, not me. Uh-uh. Never. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So I have to, I have to um, uh, kind of update you guys on the neighborhood situation. Okay. Oh. Well, because this is a new show, because I did it on Tuesday, okay? So those people that, you know, don't watch us on Cosmic Reality or listen to us on Cosmic Reality show, um, I, we did win. We won by a massive landslide. It was like 82% to 17% or some crazy thing. And we did get a amazing turnout. Nobody went behind your back to change the numbers, right? No. <laughs> you know, in that, in that no. small setting, no, because, you know, well, first off, the uh, Democratic, the head of the Democratic Party in this area, um, wasn't for it at all. There wasn't many Democrats. I mean, Democrat, Republican, it didn't matter. You had three thousand out of eighteen thousand that actually voted, which sounds terrible, and in my opinion, it is. But in these special elections, like there was a lot of, there were dozens of other uh, cities and towns around that had little mayors and stuff happening, and their turnout was terrible. A turnout, a good turnout for a special election is only 13% of the voters. In our case, we went to 17.5, and that was that was much <clears throat> different than any of the others in the area. So, and plus, you guys put a lot of energy into it, so oh, it yeah. makes sense. I mean, the work that went into to doing that, but... Um, this is this is what is so crazy about this whole situation. So, they there were basically three people that concocted this thing and got the industrialists and the, you know, developers and the lawyers and all those people that like to make money on taking people's properties away from them. Um, you know those kind of people. And so, I mean, they're doing it because they believe that it's well, you'll have more jobs and blah 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 blah. blah. You know, that type of thing. They can convince themselves it's a good idea. But when you've got a residential area like this, you also, for the community at large, it's very important to have these these areas where you've got big yards, trees. I mean, my, I've got an acre of land here, but it's full of trees. It's giving out all the good stuff. All through this area, you've got, you know, land that, that's being kept by people, and, you know, it, it's... It's interesting because we're land-rich but very poor. The average income of this area is, like, low, 20-something, $20, $20,000 a year. I mean, it's not, we're not a rich place. 
So anyway, we get it done. Well, then a couple of days later, I'm talking to um, Benjamin, who was the him and two other people got together and said, we got to do something about that. And that was the start of it, just three people. And Benjamin um, set up the uh, political action committee that gives you the, the legal umbrella to do a lot of what we did. So he sets it up, and then we go to the... Um, Oh, what the hell was it called? The commissioner's meeting, the uh, county commissioner's meeting that set up the special election thing. Well, while they were there, he said to them, don't make it a special election because you're going to waste $100,000, $94,000 was what they were saying. He said, because I heard him say, because we will bury bury them, meaning in the election it will be a landslide. There's contention as to whether he said, bury me or we'll burn him down. I don't know if he said that or not. But the guy that was uh, came to my house with the, tr- the buses and was threatening Frank and carrying on, all that BS that, you know, this last video I put up, He showed, he's got the buses and everything at the precinct where we knew the most votes for yes were going to be because it was the powerhouse's enclave of people. So Benjamin and a couple of other people went down to that precinct just to have a presence with the no signs versus the yes signs people and this big old bus thing. So Benjamin sees this guy. We'll just call him Michael. His name, he, he calls himself Michael the Black Man, but that's not his real name. But he, Benjamin went up and said, aren't you, and gave the real name. And he said to him, yes, yes, I am. Now, if you remember in the video I I gave, he was screaming about somebody that had said they were going to burn down the city like, what is it, Tulsa or wherever. I don't remember where that terrible situation happened where they did burn down a, a black city. Um, but he's yelling about this guy, and he was naming Benjamin. I took it out of the out of the video, but he was naming Benjamin. And that's the guy that he wanted to get, and, and Frank kept saying, that's not me. Frank didn't even know who he was talking about at the time. That's not me. So Benjamin's now gone up to him, and, she, and he says to him, I understand that you, and he, and he, and he, said, he said to me, he said, I really was, you know, just playing up to a narcissist. And he said, oh, I've heard about you. You do such good work. And, <laughs> and he says, and I hear you're a Trump fan. Now, they tell us that Trump is a divider. No, Trump is a unifier, because once once Benjamin said to him, I'm a Trump supporter, I don't know if he is or not, because sometimes he stretches stories, but he said to him, I'm a Trump supporter, and maybe he is, because he knew that Trump had been somewhere, and he said, did you go see him there? I saw you in a, in a, in a, a, a rally behind Trump, and he's just pushing on, this guy's, you know, oh yeah, I love Trump, and you know, they're having this, to the point that they got a selfie together. Benjamin took a selfie of him. And then somebody comes up and says, Benjamin, can I talk to you? And this guy turns around and he says, you're Benjamin? And Benjamin says, yes, but I know why you're upset. And he said, they showed me a video, right? And, he, and Benjamin kept saying, did you see the video? Did you see the video? And Benjamin said, you were played. There is no video showing that. Well, it turned around that Michael the black man was very angry with the the opposition people. 
I don't know if he's going to take his buses over to their house or not. But um, all of a sudden, this, you know, terrible situation that, you know, they hate us because we're doing this. Now they're on our side. <laughs> it just it just struck me so funny when, when I was very proud of Benjamin for doing this, you know. Let's get this taken care of. And um, so the organization um, that spawned this whole thing and has been doing this for 20 years um, is called the Biscayne Gardens Civic Association. And they've been a uh, nonprofit for, like I say, about 20 years. I was involved with them when they first started up, but to me they were losers. I couldn't deal with them. I just said, well, good luck to you, <laughs> and left them. But what they're going to do is they've got all the people that worked on this project to stop this incorporation they're they're trying to get all those people to join the civics association so that there's so many people there we can vote those people out and take over their conclave of power oh yeah see that's democracy in work at work <laughs> and you know it's just anyway so i wanted to update people on that situation any comments by either of you so I hear you mention videos. Were they were they posted on Facebook or some or a special platform? Because I don't remember you. Yeah, I, maybe I'm not in I'm not in Facebook. Well, no, I wasn't putting them in Facebook. I was putting them. Well, I was, but in the Facebook group regarding the the you know Biscayne Gardens thing. Um, yeah, I put them up on my own YouTube. Because they've taken cosmic reality down, but they didn't take me down on my personal one, which has got nothing but nothing, really nothing. And you know, now it's got that, those things. I put up seven of them, <clears throat> and they actually just went into the main. <clears throat> the main ones went into what is incorporation, what is annexation, what is you know. Let's look at the numbers and and took people through the through the numbers. The see the. I wasn't against a city. I was against their city. Their city didn't make any sense. The numbers weren't matching at all. There's no way you could build a city with the taxes that they were talking about. And so they're, you know, scamming us to begin with. And um, anyway, we didn't like those people, so we got rid of them. <laughs> and, uh, I, yeah, I was I was very uh, proud of the people that... I mean, I, I yeah, I did... I worked, but I didn't work as hard as... Some of these people were out for like virtually every day for six weeks talking to people. No, but um, but anyway, we did it, and there's peace in the neighborhood. <laughs> well, not for some people. I don't know what they're going to do to those people. So, now you said that the that the man behind this the push for this incorporation is the guy who. Wanted to be mayor. Yeah, there's two. Yeah, there's two people. There was the commissioner, who um, Miami Dade. A couple of I don't even know. It's been in the last year or so. Um, made a change to the way that people can um, be a commissioner. You're timed out. After so many years, you have to. You can't run again. And he's timed out in 2022. He needs a job. And this other guy, ben Jennings, he started up, he, he goes out and he says uh, that he started up this Chamber of Commerce. Well, in fact, he didn't. 
the he set up a company that has a name Biscayne Gardens Chamber of Commerce, but it's not a chamber of commerce because to be a chamber of commerce, you have to be affiliated with a government entity, and there is no Biscayne Gardens Village, so um, that that thing will disappear too because there is no government except for the county. And that doesn't work. So he's running out of time to become a mayor. That's why the desperate move to get this incorporated. Well, we figured, okay, the donations that came into our group was $10,000 around there. They must have got, well, we know that they got one $10,000 from a a law law firm, I think, because they they had a PAC, too, a a political action committee, and all that information is is online. It's, It's open to the public. But we know they must have got a lot of money under the table because I know of three Fox primetime commercials that they put for 30 seconds. I saw two of them, and a friend of mine saw another one. And um, those things go out at least at $10,000 of 30 seconds, at least. So right there, you got $30,000. The amount of robocalls they were doing, like, every day... Those were thousands of dollars. I mean, we looked at some of their the things they were doing, and we there's no way we could have afforded it. You know, I mean, they had robocalls going constantly. So uh, none of that worked, of course, <laughs> because the only way that you can really get people's attention is to go up and knock on their doors. Um, and we the reason, and again, a very good move by Benjamin. He found people that had fought the same battle earlier, you know, and won. And say and they and they all said the only way you can win is to knock on the doors. So that's what we did. You know, about thirty thousand doors. No, it wasn't really mm-hmm. thirty thousand because uh, a lot of renters in this area. Uh so they focused on the eighteen thousand uh, that were the uh registered voters. And then, and I kept telling them, be careful, you gotta, you got to push the mail-in vote. you got to make the mail-in vote no, because people are, are you know, they got introduced to the mail-in vote, and now they're gonna, it's going to be bigger than, you know, it normally is. And it was. Half of, the, half of it came in during the, uh, from the mail-in votes. And um, we were afraid that, they were going to hit because we had, you have the list of mail-in votes too. You know you know who those people are, and we were afraid that they would try to uh, you know ballot harvest, and they did. But what the difference was was that when they realized they were losing, they hired out a bunch of people to do what we were doing, going door to door. But when somebody comes to your door and says, "Please, we need your help," and you know, we, we we mean it. We need your help. And somebody that says, oh, you ought to vote yes. <clears throat> Why? Well, I'm not sure, but I got paid to tell you. <laughs> you, know, uh-huh. you know what I'm saying? There's a difference. So um, that didn't really impact on it at all because they were just... Everything they did was so amateurish, so just stupid that... I, you know, I, I wouldn't want these people running well, running the you know the my, garbage. My curiosity bit. is, my curiosity is, okay, so you got rid of the bad guys. 
Is that it? Is there going to be another bad guy co coming in to replace the previous bad guy, or are we done with this, well, with it this manipulation of this community? It would take to be able to do to get as far as they got, you know, this time. Uh, they did it in the pandemic, basically. I mean, they because it was a Zoom thing. It, there's all sorts of things behind it, but. The, the, what what they did was they pulled out a document that was written in 2015 based on data from 2013 and 2014. And they pushed that, they ramrodded it through. It never should have gone through the initial stages. But, you know, it's politics. So somebody was bought off or, you know, somebody didn't pay attention to that or whatever. To do it again, they can't dust off that same report. They'd have to make another report. And that would take at least two years. And then you have to go through another year and a half, two years to get it even considered for a vote. And after the $100,000 the county just lost in a massive landslide, I don't think they're going to let even consider it, you know. Um, but what we're doing is we're trying to be proactive by joining this group, this civics group, so that we can develop a portal of information. In other words, these people, I don't know what they were doing for 20 years with this, but you can set up, especially with the Internet and what's available now, you can set up on the, a website that is your group's website uh, a, a, a portals to know what, well, this guy is wants to be commissioner, but look at his record. He's not so good, you know. Let's look at this lady. She's She's got it all together, but we don't know much about her. You know, you'll be able to present to your community information that they can't get. It's very difficult to get this kind of information. You've got to know people that are really looking at it all the time. And we have some of those people. It's just a matter of getting it out and letting people know how to become a good good voter. You know, that's basically my point, is we've got to make sure that these people understand that to be an American is the responsibility to be a good voter. And I can tell you all the ways of being a bad voter because I've been a bad voter. I was, you know, oh yeah, Democrat, okay, right there, check, check, check. Oh, there's a Democrat, but a Republican woman. Mm, Republican woman. You know, that was my, my way of getting through these things. And then I'd get all these... I mean, these documents would be eight pages long. You don't even know that you got to decide on, oh, is, do we want marijuana, medical marijuana? Do we want to incorporate this place? Do we want to stop the judges from doing all these things? And you go like, what the hell? And so my attitude was, well, if it's important to somebody, it must be all right. No. No, Nancy, that's not the way you do it. You look at these things. And so that's when I went to mail-in voting because I would see everything that was on the ballot and then be able to research it. So for the 2020 uh, election, because there's judges and there's other things that are on it, you know. So the 2020 election gets here, I get the ballot, and I start to try to find out what's the record of the judges. Now, there used to be a place you'd go and it'd tell you everything about the judge. I couldn't find it. Uh, there was so much League of Women Voters, that was it. There was a great League of Women Voters, and they would go through, and they would give you analysis on both sides of the picture as to, to all this crapola that was in the, in the uh, ballots. But I couldn't find their website. So it was like there a lot of, and even the Miami Herald that, that used to be pretty good about 
giving you information. There was, I couldn't find. So I was like blind again. And I don't know why those places aren't there, but that's something that I would like to be able to, you know, do as a civic association is to say, well, look at this guy's got these, you know, this is the things we got to think about. This guy and this guy and this circle and, and this particular thing is like crazy or this is something we have to get behind, you know, to, because somebody's got to do it. And yeah, you always have prejudice in it, but if, if you know, I mean, like when I look at stuff, I just look at it from, you know, does this make sense to me? And does this person look like the right person? I'm not dedicated to being, you know, a Democrat or Republican or an independent or any of that. I just want to know who the, now, now that I'm a good voter and I really look at things. Um, so, yeah, there's, um, it makes me feel like there's definitely, a, we didn't need a city to be able to interface with the county. The reason that people's had certain aggravation against the county is because the county commissioner was not fixing the potholes. He's the one that got to go and say, we need potholes fixed here. And it takes about two years before you get somebody to get it in their planning to get the potholes fixed. That's just the way that the it works, but if you don't have a presence, and because the vote was so lopsided that that you had a, you know three thousand people, but that's seventeen percent of a population. Because of that, you're going to get the attention of like the mayor. The mayor depends on our vote, and if um, and and the county commissioner. So once you establish yourself as a voting block. That we, we vote together. We look at things, we vote together. That is, in the scheme of politics, something you want to keep these people happy. Oh, we'll fix your potholes. <laughs> you know? Instead of paying for a city that's going to be run by idiots. Because they were. They, they did so. I, I didn't see a thing that they did right. Not one. So, anyway. Hooray for democracy. <laughs> That's what I got to say. Hooray for democracy. So, all right. So, either of you got something you've been looking into? No. Hello? Hello? Oh, no, I was just. I couldn't get the mute. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Do you have something you got on your plate there, Dolly? I just wanted to share with you, I, we fixed the phone so it doesn't be black anymore for so long. <clears throat> you got to go into the controls and uh, find out how how many minutes you want the screen to stay that way. Uh, you, you got yours okay, right? What are you, Nancy? What are you the talking new about? Phone, right. The new phone we got, and we were talking about it yesterday. We couldn't get that black screen to go away. Oh, stay I, away. I didn't have the problem. Remember, I gave it to Sandy. You said Annette fixed it for you. Oh yeah. Yeah, she did. Yes. So okay. If, if, if you get that problem again, I know how to fix it. So doesn't Sandy. And all I have to do, all I have to do, is hand her the phone. 
she's complaining she doesn't know how to it's set up her phone and stuff. And I said, well, I got my new phone, walked over to Sandy and said, set this thing up. <laughs> Not only that, but I lost all my contacts, but we had a lot of contacts that were the same. So she put the contacts in there, too. <laughs> no. So, Walt, you got anything? No, I've just been watching the the YouTube videos of uh, Janine and her group. Uh, the fellow who does gematria, he confuses the heck out of me because I don't I don't speak that language. I mean, he, he interprets. Uh, I'm not saying that it's not a valid discipline. It's it's used extensively, but just it just confuses me because I don't know what he's talking about. He uh, changes the. Things and not numerology is just he assigns n- n- number values to words and phrases. So this means this, and, and I'm thinking, okay, so this m- means this number, and such a number also. Uh, like he keeps referring to, like um, he was saying, not the number 44. It was another number. Oh, it's also the number of Trump, and it's also the number of JFK. And I'm thinking, okay, then what do I, what do I, you know me, my personality. My personality is, okay, what is it? How do I use it? What is it for? <laughs> if you can't answer one of those three questions, then I don't know what to do with this. I mean, what is the significance? Because if it has significance, I'm not saying it doesn't. I'm saying it does. if it does have significance, Okay, how do we use it? How do you take it? Like, for example, the tarot. The tarot, there's a structure to it, and there's a, a structure to its interpretation. Therefore, you are able to use it, you know, to get it, to glean insight and information on a situation or something behind a, a, a situation for a person or persons. So it's a tool. But this other thing, I, I have no idea how they use it. I, I just hear you hear the man rattling off. Uh, this oh the the number for this is such and such and and if you add this other number you get the such and such, and he says it like you're supposed to know what this number means. I don't know. That's I find that well, very the, those, that that, that that you have to learn. You, yes, he expects you to know because it's like we have people that come in here and all of a sudden they're saying, well I don't know, especially the Sun Shanghai show. Well, I don't know what what you're talking about. Well, we've been talking about it for now four years. We can't start out every show, you know, giving the basics of, yeah. you know. So, if you want, if you find that you know you're being drawn into it, then learn about what he's talking about. You know, spend the rest of your life <laughs> trying to figure it out. <laughs> Otherwise, say, oh, okay, what's your summation? That's how you got it. What do you What do you want to tell me? Yeah. Because um, the thing is that. I don't need to be an expert on gematria if you express yourself in terms that others, instead of giving me numbers or, you know, you, you, you can say, okay, this is such a number. Afterwards, give me the interpretation. What does it mean? Like, for example, with Janine, I don't have to learn the tarot or, or learn what all the, uh, the significance of every single, because the significance of the card depends on what other cards surround it. It depends on how a card is aspected. So there, there is not one single meaning to a card, but he, she doesn't ask you to, to do that. She doesn't ask you to be a, a tarot expert. She's actually in looking at the cards and interpreting them and telling you this 
this means this, or this is pointing itself like it's like this. So uh, I don't have to learn the tarot. Somebody is interpreting it for me. So I think this fellow should do a little bit of that. Uh, don't just limit yourself to giving off, rattling off numbers, but translate. Okay, this means this. If you are getting this number from this, then it means blah, blah, blah. You see my point? Yes. Okay, why? Yeah, yes, yes, <laughs> yes. But uh, Janine apparently has a number of different shows that she puts out there. And these, mm -hmm. uh, we've got two clips that we're going to play today. The first one is one she did on November. In other words, the whole month of November. What does it mean? And the second one, it was weird because... Okay, so I'm taping it. I had a problem. I'd left my mic open. I had to retape it, and thank God it was only 13 minutes. And um, so I do that, and then I go back to her playlist, and in the time I was recording it, she had put up another one. It was eight minutes before I went back to it. She, she had another one up. And that one is an update on what she had said a little bit earlier on a number of things, so it kind of tied in. So, it, unless you guys have something else to say, I'm just going to play this one on November. I do. Oh, okay. I wanted to tell you that uh, consensus about Sarah uh, uh, on the 5G show, everybody loves her. I think she's a very good addition. So, thanks for bringing her in. I'm done. I didn't bring her in. She actually wanted to participate, and she's she's the one that does the work now on it because I would have to, um, you know, try to figure out what we were going to talk about, but she does now because she's lost her job as an RN, and she doesn't have anything else to do except to pursue this and then be able to have a, an outlet to explain to people what she's learning. So it works for her, too. And um, I'm so grateful that... Well, that's good. Yeah. 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 That works out for both of you. Yeah. That's great. And for Michael, too, because he's, you know, he's got other things yeah. to think about, I guess. So now he's yeah. got somebody else to phone during a show? Say again? Now he has somebody else to call on the phone while there's a show on? <laughs> Because that's, that's no, his, uh, no, he's still he's still on the show. He's still on the show, but I mean, no, no. I'm making a joke. Because I know, I know. He, he, he yes, I, I know, <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Well, if if she ever goes on another show, you know, we'll see if that works. All right, this is the one that Janine did for the month of November. I'm doing good. I think we're high time to be looking at November. It's November first today. 2021 oh my goodness okay we just came through red october some people would disagree that it was very red <laughs> there were some red hot moments in october for sure i did get a really interesting um, i printed it off somebody sent me this and it, it's incredible it's been making its rounds probably seen this going around or heard a version of this but i'll just read a few key points here it's called the main event prep Okay, so this main event that, you know, all the truthers have been talking about. Things to remember here. The event will be that which starts the chain of events to better not only our country, but the entire world. 
It is the event for a new and better world agenda. Okay, so it's obviously it's the good guys event we're talking about here. Due to the fluidity of the timeline, there is no set dates. <laughs> we noticed. However, multiple sources have found and confirmed codes within our system to prove that an event will take place and set in motion a chain uh, reaction to reset our current system for a better tomorrow. Ooh. Oh, could we use that? What we know, initial three-day event. I've been getting that steady when I look at this. Blackout worldwide. This allows for stock market crash for reset currency revalue. Cryptocurrencies may occupy some of these spots for the new system going forward. And uh, a lot of them will be done away with. So a lot of the cryptocurrencies won't go forward, but... Some key ones will. Of course, it doesn't tell us which ones. Change over to TELSA free energy systems worldwide. Power returns momentarily for an EBS. Global connections with telecommunications, radio, television will be taken over by a presidential emergency broadcast that will most likely start with a speech similar to the State of the Union address. Public safety, martial law, and 10-day disclosure of information follows. This is the beginning of a military tribunals and trials. This will remove those who have committed treason and other acts of corruption and heinous acts against the U.S. and the allied nations, which have formed an allied coalition. Three times eight-hour documentary of proof, 24-7, 10 days total. So, wow, that's just one of the pages here. So this is something supposedly expected. But let's have a look. My first question will be, will we see this? Then we'll have a look at highlights of November after that. But I want to start with going, is this something we're going to see? It's absolutely planned for November. That's the plan. So we've got the Knight of Cups. And so this is planned for sooner than later. Like this is... This is already set in motion, it looks like. We've got the Six of Wands. So, you know, bearing in mind uh, that operations leading up to it all happen, right? But so far, it looks really lined up to happen in October, or sorry, November. I wish it did happen in October, uh, but it looks like it's a November thing. Okay, we've got judgment here underneath. So it's absolutely, there's a few things that could stop it or hold it up, but that's the plan. It's absolutely like going forward. All systems go right now when I'm looking at this card reading. Okay, but they're going to keep, you know, people safe as they go forward. So the only thing I think that would step it back or hold it up would be the uh, potential, you know, it's about safety. So they're trying to keep everybody as safe as they can and, you know, people in the operation itself safe. So it's about safety. There's a few things they're aware of that could hold it up, but so far it looks like a go. So yeah, we're expecting that. So that's cool. So now let's look at what else can we, uh, what else is November bringing? I'm going to do a big Zodiac on November. I like those Zodiac spreads and I think a lot of people are liking them too. So let's have a look. A zodiac spread on November for the world. Let's have a look. Okay, so we've got, so the ego, so what outwardly presents 
does look like a big breakthrough month. Okay, so we got breakthroughs. You know, it's not looking right off the bat, just when you look at this, it's got a real sunny look. It doesn't look as uh, harrowing sort of or intense as October when we had the look at October. November looks more about breakthroughs and things finally coming around. Okay, and that is good news, people. We've got the Empress financially, so the Empress. So if we do have a financial crash, it sure doesn't look like it lasts very long because this looks like with that Empress and the Queen of Swords, I feel like the reboot would come right after a crash and actually come in stronger. So the economy is stronger, not weaker, which is very strange. But that would that would go to see that it's really well aspected financially. All the financial cards here. So the second house and the eighth house financial. Second house is clarified by the eighth, eighth house. And then your daily also has a really good money card. An ace of pentacles right above the empress. That's amazing. Okay, around money. So the universe wants to tell us we're going to be okay. Things will work themselves out. We will not be, we will be doing better somehow, not worse. And it just might not look the same. Do you know what I mean? It might be a whole different system we're dealing with, which would be absolutely welcomed. Certainly from my end anyway. Uh, it looks like it's a better system and it, we don't, we don't look like we're heading for that huge depression everybody's talking about. And yeah, I got a feeling they got things, things are planned here that actually reboot the system financially to our advantage. And that's what it's saying again. We've got the eight of wands across from this. So there's a lot of truth coming out. Maybe not all of it. I don't think they divulge everything this month, but there's a whole lot. So that card says the big focus, okay, because the third house is mental, verbal. So it's the third house of Gemini. So what's spoken, what's out there, what everybody's putting out there. And it looks like people are ready for the truth and it's been seen by the alliance that people are ready. I think we got our percent here. So we're going to get a big shovel full of truth. And a lot of secrets are coming out. Like this is like literally a floodgate here. They've been coming out all of October, but this is like incredible here. Okay, so here we've got the nine. Okay, uh, some kind of freedom. So I feel like all of these people under the stress of uh, facing losing their jobs, maybe they already have, having left their jobs because they wouldn't get the, you know what? Okay, I have a feeling that is going to get stepped back this month. Okay, so that looks like we're more independent and we can travel again. So I feel like that kind of stuff drops. Okay, things get a lot better in daily routines. People start making money and moving around their countries again. People start making money, moving around their countries that must mean the trucks get going again sometime in November. Things get on their feet again around moving things around. So you know all these stories about, oh, we're going to have shortages, like where we're destitute for food. And, you know, just I'm not buying it. None of this looks like destitution. It does look like some hiccups. It does look like we won't have everything all of the time that we want just at the tip of our fingers. You might have to uh, make a few allowances. You might have to, uh, hopefully you stacked up on some of your favorite items. So there's going to be a few disruptions. Absolutely. But things start 
going forward here. We start mending things. We're already going towards recreating here sometime in November. Okay, here's here's the people. So this would be the month and the people. So we've got the seven of pentacles. I think we've come into 70% of, or 70% of the population has come into knowing exactly what's going on by the end of November, which is brilliant. 70% of the population. There's a breakthrough in a 70 here. We've got the Queen of Swords in the 8th house. So sometime in November, we're going to start really looking at regular folks that were pushing agendas that ended up being dangerous and part of this big plan. So even if they didn't per se uh, exactly sign up for a deep state agenda, okay, those that were pushing the deep state agenda, I feel like there's going to be reprimands for those pushing it even if they were just in on it because it was their job or whatever excuse. They may not have signed up to be part of that deep state plan, but if they were pushing those agendas, they're going to be called to justice too. We're going to start that process. Okay, we've got the Queen of Wands here, so that's in the philosophy. Okay, really pushing towards more truth and honesty. Really, so I'm thinking that's everywhere. More truth and honesty in our daily routines in um, even the white hat alliance are going to have to be more forthcoming going forward. I'm thinking November's a great, the, the word for November, so we had red October, the word for November, I'm going to name it is breakthrough. We've got a breakthrough. So it's not all tidied up and nothing's perfect here. It doesn't look like it's perfect uh, by any means, but it's absolutely a uh, breakthrough. We got a breakthrough here. Something that we really need, everybody. People are getting really, really weary of this. I'm just going to pull two just for an overview. So this one was in the middle. So mainstream media, we got a breakthrough with them. So they have to start telling the truth here. We've got what appears to be a, a redo on our financial system. So it looks like the crash already happened sometime in November, and it even reboots sometime in uh, we, like news of a new financial system that's already been running though. So this is, it's not news to some people. It's already been there. It's been in place. So your, your money is going to be safe. You guys, everything around money in the whole reading looks like that's where this, uh, safety, you know, it's trying to tell you the universe is trying to tell you, do not be afraid when things crash and get a little, uh, topsy-turvy, we'll just say it like that. And they will, especially if what I read there is true. They're going to get topsy-turvy. Okay, it looks like you're still going to come out really even better by this time next year financially. Yeah, we're going to be missing a few things on our shelves. We may never see some things again. Some things we can do without, by the way. Junk food. Okay, let's rethink junk food. Uh, you know, really cheap trinkety things that break really quickly from China and Japan. We need to rethink those things. Like, why do we need, like, why don't we go back to things of quality that last and fixing things? So things that could even be fixed and reused. How about we start thinking like that? We're going to have to rethink a lot of things here. Uh, there's going to be a lot of disappointment in people and we're going to be dropping a lot of people once we know what they've been up to. Well, the truth or community is already 
done a lot of that. I've done that. So uh, I feel like that's already, we're well on our way, but this is the general population we're talking about. And they're go- there's going to be a lot of, going to be a lot of secrets revealed about people. And it's going, they're going to, those people are going to get dropped. They're not, and it's been said before, they won't be able to walk the streets, you guys. And then even regular people that went along with these draconian measures and without questioning, because it was their job, okay, they're going to get looked into too. So that's going to get interesting. Thank you so much for watching my video. And do like, share, and subscribe if you haven't already. Bye-bye. Like I say, I really like her. (laughs) You know, she gets the information out. So Dolly, does that make you happy? Well, no, if they're going to take my junk food away. <laughs> well, that's, now we know what's important for Dolly. Uh-huh. That's right. Don't mess Protect with my junk food. junk food. <laughs> oh, my God. That's right. I, thought... I, I hope she's right. <clears throat> I hope it starts happening. Within the next minute would be wonderful. Well, no, we got to get, they're going to, the first thing that's going to happen is kapunk. We'll all be sitting here and all of a sudden the internet will go down. Now, my, my, me, let's get going. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go. Oh, Look at at Nancy's uh, real life experience of, of, of all these changes. Look, the, the wind. For her and her community with that uh, special election. If that's not an, an indicator of, of things going right for once. Well, look at Virginia. Look at New Jersey. I mean, all over the country. People who were of the woke, you know, lean. Got, I mean, the guy, the, the, the best one is the guy in New Jersey who spent $153 to win the primary to go up against oh, yes. the Senate, the the state senator, who was his representative in his district, and then he spent five thousand dollars overall on the whole campaign, and unseated the guy. And this senator was the man who has been there longest, and he was the president of the Senate. And it's a truck driver. They asked him, "Well, what are you going to do now?" And he goes, "I don't know." <laughs> You know, how honest can you get? I love that answer. You know, and and his ad, his ad that they put out was him on a, on an iPhone. And it was him saying, look at all these things are gone wrong. And, you know, the, you know, all, you all know the list. And he's saying, we got to stop this crap. We got to do something about it. And then he got on a, you know, a, a normal type of Honda, not some big you know, whatever, and he just drives off. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's 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 one of the things that uh, that I guess everyone, all of us, has to get out from under that 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 uh, social programming. I mean, that's that's the way it was in in my country at least. That uh, only a special kind of person can be a politician or work in politics. That uh, you have lawyers. To be, you have to be a have, lawyer. To be exactly. a politician, you have to be. So it's like a normal human being cannot be in politics. 
and that's the farthest thing from the truth. In fact, you you want a government made up of regular people, because that's that's the kind of people that you're helping. Well, the why go- would you need to specialize anything? The go- governorship went to Ken, uh, uh, Young Youngkin, and Youngkin, you know, I mean, there's a beautiful story his wife told when he got when he the acceptance speech, you think, and she said. One day, Glenn comes to me and says, let's take a walk. And on that walk, he proposed that he was wanted to be governor of Virginia. And he, she said, at the end of the walk, I knew we were going to take this on, and I knew he would win because I only would marry a winner. <laughs> you know, so you, you, you look at his wife and you go, well, that's why he won, because she could imagine it too. You know, yeah, if you want to do this, Glenn, we're going to do this. And the guy, he never called in Trump. Trump endorsed him, but, you know, he never said, Trump, come here and help me out. None of that. He avoided all of those uh, things. He avoided the tickets concept of Republican versus Democrat. It was, I'm, do- I'm in the streets talking to the people. They're telling me what they need. I agree with it. And then... And then his opponent just stepped all over himself, McCullough. He's like, well, parents shouldn't have any rights to tell the teachers what they're going to be taught. I mean, it's like, that was like shooting yourself right in the foot, dude. Why would you antagonize the parents of Virginia? And so he got like, I think it was 53 or 54. Now, remember, this is a staunch Democratic uh, state. Very, very much uh, con- controlled. And he got like 54, I think it was, of the Latino vote. Um, he got, the, the, they say that the, one of the reasons that the Democrat didn't do so well was because the black people wouldn't come out and vote for him. And then the progressives said, that's the problem. That's the problem. You didn't give them enough progressiveness. They weren't energized to come out. No, it's because they're not progressive. <laughs> they, they, you know, you, I don't know where these people think they've got their, their base, but most people are not woke. I mean, you remember when that word first came up and I said on this show, I don't like that word. I didn't like the energy of that word. It was just like, no, whatever this thing is, this is not a good thing. And it was a buzzword by the, one of the political, what is it, a, what, what was it, a political advertisement, what, a campaign word? I have no idea it where it a, came from. It just all of a sudden was out there, you know, woke, woke, woke. I, I don't know where they got it. Um. <laughs> I mean, and, and then and then they did, like, weird things like uh, 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 critical race theory, okay? The, the, the parents are going to the, to the school boards and they're saying, you know, you can't be teaching this. And so the Democrats say, oh, we're not teaching it. Well, yes, you are. No, 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 no. Where's the, where's the textbook? You know? Well, I saw the textbook. <laughs> Somebody had a bunch of books from a library in one of these schools, and right there was the book, you know. So, I mean, they, they just, oh, no, no, it doesn't exist. If they don't, if, if it's hurting them, then it doesn't exist. 
Now, the philosophy of critical race theory, I don't know if you guys know the history of it, but some weird kind of head person decided that this was a good idea and wrote it up, and it ended up in the New York Times, and then it sort of took off, and then the uh, attorney generals of the United States, oh, what's his name? Uh, God. Anyway, the attorney general, who was just before Congress, and he was asked, when you, because what he did was he made it uh, uh, an interest of the federal of the FBI to look into these teachers that were terrorists, American terrorists, going after their school boards <laughs> for something that didn't exist, critical race theory, right? But the guy was asked specifically, when you decided that you were going to sick the FBI on the parents, I'm paraphrasing here, did you check with the ethics people to see if that was a good idea because your son-in-law, the dude married to your daughter, is providing at millions and millions and millions of dollars in profit all of these books that are being replacing the books like, you know, Huckleberry Finn. And, you know, Paul Revere Rides Again. You know, those type of books in the in the school system. So there's a conflict of interest. His, his, his daughter's husband can make millions of dollars or probably, if he doesn't have this job, he'd have to move in with the Attorney General of the United States and his wife because he wouldn't have a place to live because that's his job. I mean, the whole thing is so dirty. So He would never answer the question, by the way, about the ethics thing. He just refused. And that's that's another tactic. If they they ask you a question, you refuse, or you laugh. I mean, <clears throat> the guy, the truck driver, Dolly. I don't know if you saw Gutfeld last night or a couple nights ago, but the truck truck driver was asked, you know, wh- what made you, you know, ha- get out there and be so politically knowledgeable? You're a truck driver. He says, I watch Gutfeld. Ha 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 ha! And I, I saw that. I laughed so hard. <laughs> I didn't. I don't know if Gutfeld was kidding or not, but I don't think he was. It's so hard to tell on that show. I don't show. think he was. No, either. Oh my God! I laughed so hard. And I loved uh, the ad that the guy put out, climbing down from the big ass truck and turning around. Oh. I, I just loved his ad that he did. I didn't see the truck <laughs> ad. I saw the Harley ad with the motorcycle. And then he, yeah, that one. And then he gets off his... Then he gets onto his weird-ass motorcycle <laughs> and rides off, like riding off into the sunset. <laughs> no, riding off to the battle, it was more to me, you know. We're going to get them. I wish I could go with him his to uh, his first month in in uh, Washington, D.C. I think the poor guy's going to be put in a state of shock for a while, but I'd like to go with him and see well, how he's not the going, other he's people. not going to D.C., hon. He, no, he's going what? to the he, no, he's going to the state capital of New Jersey. 
You know, oh, it, I thought he was going to D.C. No, no, oh. no, no, no. State Capitol. <laughs> no. They'll still eat him alive. I don't think so, <laughs> because I don't think he's going to be alone. Yeah, 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 there's there's going to be more and more people like him because, well, for instance, you got the, the, another insanity of them. The woman who was elected the lieutenant uh, governor of Virginia is a Jamaican. Right. She came out of Jamaica as a six-year-old. She joined the U.S. military. She's a veteran. And they're calling her a white supremacist that she was elected. Oh, because, I know. I mean, it's like, wait a minute. She's as black as the black of spades. And she gets in their face, you know, she, she said to the people when she, she accepted in the acceptance speech, she said, yes, I'm black. But that's not what it's about. You know, and so the the the, the ability of these people to talk to the instead of keeping quiet, you know, they're talking to the to the things that matter. Right. Is is stark different than what the uh, the, Repu- uh, the Democrats have done? And yesterday, I got to tell you, they passed a bill that is absolutely horrendous, absolutely horrendous, and as dangerous as they get. Except for the next bill that they want to pass, whatever's got to happen, I hope it happens in November because they're trying. They the, the the consensus among the people I've been listening to is that. Pelosi's willing to essentially burn the democratic control of the of the Congress in an attempt to pass all this legislature legislative crap that would break the economy of the United States but also it's for control and one of the things in there that is just stunning you know, I know some people that take their money and they put it under their mattress. This is a good idea mm-hmm. because they yes. got th- that <laughs> bill passed yesterday, all right? And the IRS has got billions and billions and billions of dollars to expand because they have a new job. They have to watch the bank account of every person that has more than $600 in their account. In other words, your your bank accounts are going to be monitored by the IRS on a continual basis. That's why I was so glad to hear Janine, <laughs> you know, talking about don't worry about your finances. And I got to tell you, I, I don't know much about the stock market, but I probably know at least as much as the average person does, maybe a little more. And... I'm watching the stock market, green, 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 every day green. Then it goes red for a day or so, green, 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 in the midst of a country that is absolutely falling apart. And if you people have any doubt as to who's really in charge, I guarantee you the stock market's being manipulated by the patriots. It's not allowed to fail. Because as long as that, I mean, it'll it'll change, but... Right now, they just want to keep boost, boosting it up, nup, 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 because, I mean, it's not to, for it to crash. It's not going to do anybody any good. It would just, you know, create incredible panic and desperation. So they're just bolstering it. And 
we did radio shows back five, six years ago concerning the fact that the White Hats had the stock market under control. When the, when the price of oil went from $100 a barrel to $50 a barrel, that's when they took control of the stock market. So if you've got any doubts, just think about it. All you've seen is green, green, green. Do you remember when the stock market, when somebody would, you know, fart in the wind and somebody would smell it? All of a sudden, the stock market would start to crash? It hasn't done that. And yet we've got the worst situation we can even imagine. Okay, so it's the top of the hour. Okay, welcome back to the Say What Show. It is November 6th, 2021. My name is Nancy Hopkins. With me is Dolly Howard and Walt Silva. I think they're back. You guys back? Yeah? Hello. Yep. I'm back. Awesome. We're not hearing from Walt. I'm on that pause thing again, aren't I? Huh? Oh, Walt's back. He'll be back. He's back. What? He's back. I heard his. I heard Sorry, his chair. Were you talking to me? Yes, I heard your chair squeak. I knew you were back. <laughs> uh, can you hear us? Yep. Oh, okay. All right. Good. Good. So, um. So, what's the other tape you're going to play? It's another one of hers, and it, like I say, I screwed up the tape I had to, so I was, I, the first one I just played I taped and then I went back to her playlist and just to see what else she had and eight minutes before while I was taping it she had put this other one up. Um, the one that I did was like, I don't even know what the date was, but it was a few days ago and this one was today, early today. So, you want me to just play it? It's 15 minutes. Let's just play it. Okay? Yeah. All right. Hi there. Welcome back to Tarot by Janine. How's everybody doing? I'm doing good. We have to look at a certain CEO was rounded up from a very large company. Starts with a P. You know what I'm talking about. So that rumor's going around. And I'm wondering if, uh, first of all, it's true that he actually got charged apparently with um, telling fibs about the usefulness of uh, this thing and the side effects. So how do you like that? So you'll have to look around for that story. It's not that hard to find. I'm wondering, is that true? And if he was rounded up, is he actually going to the spa? Or is it going to be what the public sector would, would consider uh, sort of the justice system in the U.S.? Or is it that secret tribunal system? What system is he going to be tried under? Like, uh, are we going to see that publicly or is that going to be under wraps? So we're going to look around that. And then we're going to look at what is the next move of the White Hats? When can we make this a wrap? We saw that it was a breakthrough November. So there's going to be a breakthrough, but that doesn't mean a complete wrap, right? A complete wrap is different than a breakthrough. So I want to know when do we wrap this up, but we'll start with when's the next move and when's the estimated wrap up? Like, is that years in the future? Are we talking the, before the end of the year? Like, what are we looking at? Now, I, I'm not going to name exact dates, of course, but we're just going to get a feel for what the cards are thinking it is here. What are the cards saying about it? 
Okay, so we're going to look at the next move, and then we're going to look at any counter moves left by the black hats and or the dark hats, the bad guys, any counter moves that we can expect. But first, we want to look at this uh, CEO fellow being rounded up for telling fibs about um, what this thing does, what's in it, and not telling people what the side effects all could be. Okay, so that would be brilliant if that was true. Very interesting. Okay, so the person we're talking about, the CEO that apparently was rounded up, head of a really large, infamous, uh, we've got the star and the two of wands. That feels like in a safe place and the whole story was a strategic move and he was in on it. So if he did get rounded up, he agreed to it. He's already agreed to something in the past. So maybe he's agreed to letting himself look like he got rounded up. Uh, he's made some kind of an agreement in the past that led to the situation that appears. Uh, it feels like they're going to have him in hiding. He's gone into hiding. And I'm thinking he's been working for the good guys for some time. Okay, how do you like that? So he agreed to have this, this visual of him being rounded up for that, what he was rounded up for, apparently. Uh, but it, this is all part of the movie, you guys. None of this looks real here. This looks like it was a planned operation, and he's he's in on the plan. Now, remember when Mr. T went to all of the companies that were pushing out, you know, warp speed, you know what I'm talking about. Okay, he went and talked to those guys, and I think they struck some deals because, of course, the White Hats and the Alliance would have had all of the intel on what these the plan was. So the Dark Hat plan, uh, that was stepped back and changed at that point or even before that, and they made a real show of Mr. T going around to these uh, these leaders, the leaders of these companies, these heads of the companies. Okay, so the, they struck a deal at that point, it looks like. He's part of the movie. He's agreed to this. Uh, so technically, so he wouldn't have been literally rounded up. He's part of, this was part of a, a play to appear a certain way, not just to normies, to everybody, uh, but also maybe a signal to the bad guys, Right. But, but he's in on it. He's in on the play. Wow. Very interesting. So now let's look at uh, what's the next move of uh, the Alliance. We definitely have the breakthrough card coming up again. And we've got a big ace. So it's going to involve some kind of, I want to say the word intense heat. I want to say intense heat or fire. The breakthroughs are all around the uh, party substance. Okay, so we know that there was, or we've been hearing, that there was a big takedown on one of those big uh, tanker ships. What do they call them? Container ships. That's the word I'm looking for. So there was a takedown and uh, uh, Navy SEALs, apparently, and so I, I believe White Hat Navy SEALs, okay? And so you better believe they were likely headed for some kind of 
party substance operation. Okay. Okay. So I feel like this, we're going to see more of this. We're going to see more and more of this. So their next big moves are really in the open takedowns of operations like that. That looks like their next move. And we still got the breakthrough card. So one of them's going to really hit the mainstream media, it looks like. And let me tell you, that Navy SEALs operation was close to being a mainstream media news story. <laughs> I mean, it came really close. Okay, so that's that's interesting. Uh, let's have a look at when's the wrap-up. What's the projected, according to the White Hats, what are they thinking? When? How long? How much longer do they need to get to the the big wrap here, uh, so we can have a wrap party on the movie? I know there's a lot of drama in between. Yeah, especially if you're listening to Juan Osaban. I mean, he's foretelling of the pain just got started. Like we're not even in the eye of the storm yet and stuff. It's like, oh my goodness. Okay, so I guess the breakthrough is the start of uh, the painful parts that lead to the good parts. But it's like, oh my goodness, we're going to need each other, you guys. We're going to need, and we're going to need to stick together and not get at each other's throats. Like I've been saying, so many um, truthers throwing each other under the bus. I'm just not going to be a party to it. Okay, so let's have a look at when can we see the big wrap? Okay, let's have a look. Well, it's their desire and wish. The desire and wish. Okay, I would say January is their projected date of a really big wrap up. So they figured they'll have everything kind of wrapped up, at least in the movie by January. But it feels like the breakthrough still planned. And they're actually feeling pretty confident here. Okay, but then right in the middle, we've got, there's a whole bunch of messy stuff that got uncovered that they weren't expecting, it looks like. So there's some dysfunctional, messy stuff that got uncovered as they were going along here. I'm not sure what that would be. They're dealing with a whole bunch of messy like it's almost like tidying up loose ends. It's almost like there's all of these little little fires to put out all over the place. So I'm not sure exactly what that's talking about. But that's sort of taken a lot of time. We've got the King of Cups. Yeah, and it this King of Cups feels like there's a whole lot of infer and disinformation uh getting thrown around fast and furious and incredibly heavy handedly. And uh I've been getting a whole lot of emails that just of, of ridiculous stories that I check into and they make absolutely no sense and they don't go anywhere. So you can expect a whole lot of mudslinging right now and incredible, you know, like stories that'll just like squirrel, take you right over here and try to, to completely take you off track. So try to stay focused in the basic understanding of what, you know, what you understand to be happening. Okay, whatever that is and stay grounded and focused and maybe don't go you know because when somebody comes right out of the blue or some information comes right out of the blue you have no idea where you don't see it literally uh coming from a legit spot okay you stay away from it you know what i mean try to stick to you know your intuitive knowing about things because there's going to be a whole lot of mudslinging like i said it's almost like holding things up that's what it feels like because they're putting out all these fires 
Okay, so we've got the Queen of Swords. Uh, so really big, really big arrests. We know they've already been going on. One literally just got as good as leaked to the press. <laughs> and they almost told about it. Okay, so uh, it, that, that one almost came out, the one I talked about at, at the beginning of this video. So I'm thinking um, a whole lot more of that. We're going to... so a whole domino effect of people literally being known to be arrested, even for actual crimes that they committed and not for bogus crimes. Because I've found that over the last couple of years, a lot of people, a lot of CEOs of companies stepped down, uh, were rounded up, uh, all kinds of things. But sometimes for what appeared to be, I thought, bogus reasons and not actually what they were up to, it, we're starting to see real stories about really why they would get rounded up. Everything's just getting by degrees more in focus. Okay. And I think they're doing this on purpose, you know, with the help of wise ancient beings that are helping. Okay. Talking about the white hats. Now they're doing this on purpose to prepare people and do as little damage to their psyches. And we're talking about normies that don't know any of this yet. Right. This is sinking in slowly and they're getting like there's there's this whole level of information that they're probably absorbing without even consciously knowing it. So then when things actually come out, they will have an unconscious knowing that that's true. So it doesn't just come out of left field. So that's my belief. And I, I can see that that's what they're doing. So I'm going to say we wrap this movie by January or that's the plan. Uh, but uh, there's going to be some, like I said, big breakthroughs. So those dominoes falling this month, and, and that'll really help. The breakthroughs will really help everybody's um, morale because, oh, yeah, it's it's pretty low amongst the truthers from what I can gather. <laughs> or it kind of goes hot and cold. It blows hot and cold. Okay, we wanted to look at the black hats. What is the black hats sort of, what are they going to sling at us besides a serious amount of stories. In particular, I, I feel like they're really trying to throw some really big wrench in people's confidence there. Okay, so be aware of uh, that's obviously what's happening. Okay, and use your discernment and your intuition and your gut feelings about these stories that you hear. Okay, so let's have a look at what can we expect from the Black Hats next. Yikes. Wow, these, these guys are really taking a beating here. You'll be glad to know. Have a look at these cards. Okay. I feel like that latest Navy SEALs sort of operation, so that white hat op people were all talking about the last week that went on to one of those big uh, container ships and, yeah, rescued a whole bunch of humans. Uh, some of them were not rescued, unfortunately. They had passed over already. I feel like that really, really hurt their uh, industry, okay, because you know they've been hurting and they don't have their party substance. All kinds of evidence of that all over the place. Just look at uh, Hollywood. <laughs> Yikes, look on the faces, literally, of Hollywood. Uh, you know, unless you're actually looking at a double or a clone, uh, they're looking pretty rough, okay? Uh, so, yeah, it looks like that really, really hurt. Uh, they got barely a move here. They got all they got's that mud slinging. It looks like that's all they got, you guys. All they got is swords, thoughts, and words 
to hurt. So coming between. So they're going to put all of their efforts into trying to get everybody to look at Mr. T in a negative light. You know, all kinds of old stuff circulating. We already went through. We already got that, right? So they're going to bring up everything they got there. They're going to try to pit... uh or let you believe or have you believe that the white hats are pitted against each other, the alliance. Uh, I've been discovering, if you go to Sending Ravens with Tarot by Janine, I did a big look at the latest big gossipy stories around that and not true, not true. It looks like, yeah, they're beat here, you guys. All they got left is like gossip and innuendo. Of course, they're going to do their absolute best with that. And I, I really, in the last week, I've seen it nonstop evidence of that. It's just unbelievable. It's almost laughable how obvious it is, too. So pay attention and try not to get caught up in the drama. Okay. Visualize a breakthrough. We don't know exactly what that's going to look like, but we got a breakthrough November on our hands. So let's visualize breaking through and really getting the ship turned around. Okay. And looks like a wrap in January. Let's hope that's sooner. <laughs> I'll take it at this point, though. Just let's get this thing over with. Thank you so much for watching my video. And do like, share, and subscribe if you haven't already. I'm doing good. I think we're high time to be looking at November. It's no. Okay. So, something wonderful Dolly's asking Walt. Something wonderful. We told you something wonderful happened when Matthew was reading it. Walt, Walt was reading Matthew. <clears throat> something wonderful is, what was it? What was that the, they've lost their free will. The dark side's lost their free will. Correct, Walt? No, they've lost their ability be, because Matthew's explanation, uh, as as I remember it, please, if I, ha I have to be honest. I have I, no. I have to be honest here. Your memory is going to be better than mine because I was looking up election okay. stat stats at the time. <laughs> <laughs> I felt really guilty about it, but I was like, "Oh, how many people have voted?" Yeah. So go on. I'm sorry. Oh no. Uh, the way that he explained it was that for the longest time, they because always the the dark always looking to exploit every loophole that's there in order to get an edge on the others, on the, on the light side. So he explained that for the longest time, they had an, an advantage over the light forces. Is that so? Because he says that the, the war is not about physical bodies. The war has always been about souls. That's why they were always uh, fighting to get souls on their side. You know, you know, sell your soul, whatever. Just get the, that soul on the dark side. Well, th they had a, a, a strategic reason for doing that, and that's because what they did is that whoever chooses the dark side as as their life experience, their soul experience, their their energy gets added to all the other dark energy. It's like they were setting up a, a dark collective, whereas those who chose the light side as their life experience, it was just that them. They, they were individuals. That's why on the face of it, and people for the longest time, I, even my mother complained about it many years ago, is that 
people that seem to do bad things always seem to have an edge or an advantage over everybody else. They never they they never get uh, punished. They never saw problems come from their actions. Is they're always on top, you know. Like all the people doing bad things, they're always you know they they get the money, they get fame, you know that every everything goes their way, and everyone on the rest of us who are trying to do good for you know for ourselves, our own families, we always have a tough time getting ahead in life, and the way that Matthew explains it is because of that is because they they had uh, those who were dedicated to the dark, their energy would be added to the rest of the energy of all the others doing the same thing. So it was like a dark collective, whereas those following the light didn't have such a collective. That is over. According to Matthew, the, the divine decree is that there's no no more dark. If you can, you can enjoy the darkness if you want. You, you can continue with that but you no longer have the support of a dark collective. And in fact, if I connect what Matthew said with what Enelia has been saying, Enelia has been explaining to people the importance of the collective thinking, not hive mind like a like you're the, a worker bee working for a hive of bees. No, he's a, she says, a collective collective consciousness in the sense that you you maintain your individuality. If you are John Smith, you continue to be John Smith, but at the consciousness level, you are the consciousness of John Smith plus all the others that are part of your collective. In fact, for um, for those that have read or have studied the uh, the Ra material, the Law of One, they Ra never introduced itself as a single entity. They Ra identified itself as a, the words as voiced by Carla because they were making use of her knowledge of English to to transmit what was being said. So whatever knowledge she had in her mind, that was the only limitation to the words that Ra was using. And Ra would ex, would say that they were a social memory collective. Those were the words they used, meaning that Ra wasn't a single entity. Ra was a collective of entities, and they all, they even though they had their individual, individual the individuality, but they all sh- shared the, the same thoughts, the same thought processes. So it was a there were multiple beings in this one collective that identified itself as Ra. So they kept they were they kept using the word social memory complex. Well, may so, I may I just sort sure. of throw this out there that um, so mm-hmm. conceivably what we're talking about is the law in the law of one is that that collective could be the collective consciousness of humanity talking to us from another point in place and space and time. Sure, why not? Time, there's no such thing as time. And the other thing, but the I, important thing is, for the ahead. longest time, we they worked very diligently and very efficiently as keeping us disconnected from each other. Haven't you noticed that that, that that's one of the themes in humanity? I mean, you look at, you go to a library and look at books. I mean, how many books over and over again, they keep talking about the subject of 
the connection, being able to connect to another person, how to love somebody, how to how to connect to them, because we something is at the soul level. We are we can't put a finger on it, but we are conscious that something is wrong. We, we we're not meant to be like this, isolated. We are not meant to be like that, like a uh, like a goldfish alone in a in a fishbowl. We are supposed to connect with each other, not sexually, but consciously. It's a when I I remember I was I don't know a little kid, ten years old, six years old, and I would look at people and I did not understand why is it that I was aware of myself and my body, but I could not be aware of the others. I I, I it never made sense to me. I would look at them and I would say I can. Why is it that I'm aware of myself, but I but I'm, I can't be aware of the others. Or it's like, well, I did not understand. Like, for example, when they would show preferences over for each other, it's like, why are, what's wrong? Why, why do they like those? I'm, but I'm, I'm, me, I am not liked. I'm isolated. I'm pushed away. In the, those the, 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 the distinctions, those differences made no sense to me, but now they do because that's the way the system was set up. So that everyone is an island, you know that, you know that 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 poetic saying, "Oh, no man is an island." Well, they, they set it up so that you think you are an island. That's why the desperate search for always being in love, looking for someone to love, looking for someone to connect, because they were they purposely did that. They disconnected everyone because if you were to regain that collective consciousness, you're omnipotent in a way there's nothing that they could do against you it, it, think about it for an instant all the thousands of souls that have been in the hands of the cabal and, and exploited physically sexually the, their blood imagine if for a for for an instant they had been able to collect to connect to the collective you be for an instant become aware of these thousands of souls that are suffering I mean, it would be painful. Yeah, no, 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 no doubts there that it would be painful. But coming into that awareness, oh, wait a minute. You mean there's a group that specializes in torturing people? It would, uh, it would be terribly painful, but it would be incredibly liberating because now you can ask your your own people, the you are human, your human collective. To rescue you, help, help. Well, you couldn't do that because we're all disconnected, and it was done on purpose. And they kept feeding that disconnection because every look at look at the the, the culture. The culture was set up so that you always focus on the individual. Only the individual matters. Like and that and everyone focuses on building up their ego. Oh, the best education. Oh, the best physical appearance. Oh, the best clothing. Always, always focusing on the individual, individual, individual. I mean, it's like, it's like the we admire, I admire individuals. We don't admire collectives. We don't find value. In the meantime, if we, if you went to a, a party of one, that would be kind of boring, <laughs> right? I mean, if you enjoy yourself or you have humor or laughter in a party, it's because there's several of you. If you're lucky, you know you're going to be surrounded by people you like, obviously. But they always, they did that on purpose. They kept us isolated from each other. Um, 
okay. I I, I agree that, that that they're trying to keep us isolated, but there are so many layers to the discussion where you you started. I'm going to blame it on you. <laughs> sure. Uh, okay, so we've got the collective consciousness, and to me, it represents like a conduit of information that we're all tapped into. It might be, you could probably use the word subconscious, you know, that is there. We just, do you tap into it or not? Um, I can give a whole discussion about quantum concepts of consciousness and, you know, what it's all about. But there is a core consciousness associated with every individual every aha moment that individual makes because it has a specific signature of that individual. And so it coalesces somewhere. I don't, I don't exactly know where, but it coalesces. So this coalescence of information now becomes like a database that can be used by anybody. If, if I think something and I'm like, putting it out there into the collective consciousness, whether or not anybody hears my words, they may trip over the thought patterns in their own mechanism of consciousness. So you have that feeling... If their vibrations are on their... Le- on, yes, yes, yes. That's where, yes, that's where yes, the vibration yes. levels have to match. I mean, if the person, their vibration is so very, 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 very low, they'll never stumble on, onto your musings it, because you're on a very high level of vibration. Well, it, it, it's, it does have a lot to do with vibration because it goes back to that concept of when the student's ready, the teacher appears. And so you put out a particular resonant frequency and you're attracted to a resonant frequency within the, you know, the super consciousness that says, this is the information you're looking for. It's the, the, the frequencies that we're emitting and are being emitted by the thoughts that match, up, match us at that time. That's why you'll look at something and you'll go, Does, I, I'm not being drawn to it. And then 20 years later you go, how did I miss this? Because you weren't ready for it. Your energy level wasn't ready for it. But going back to the concept of the, the, between the hive mind and the, you know, the group mind, the consciousness thing, in a hive mind, you actually lose your individuality. What I think you're talking about and I'm talking about, you maintain your individuality. Every person is unique. Every person is a story. Correct. And that... And you want, you want that. In fact, you want to maintain that individuality is because a lot of creativity and ingenuity, you have no way of predicting who's... You, you, for example, Drumbala uh, Melchizedek, it uh, speaks of uh, something that was that was done by alien intelligence. Uh, to it was a maneuver that was done to save the Earth because sometime in the 1970s the Earth was going to be hit with a um, a destructive solar flare or something like of that nature, and they didn't know how to go about the task of you know safeguarding the earth, protecting humanity, and not revealing their hand. Because the humans, as a collective, they were, they, it was not 
the you know alien civilizations it was not public knowledge i mean there there's always been people that knew that uh, or felt that there were aliens but it, it was not a uh, public you, you know it's not in the culture the knowledge of it so he says of all the the um, individuals in, in in the collective that were working on this only one being from some other collective thought of of doing one, one thing he he had this one idea and that was to suspend free will for something like a split second not even a second to suspend free will in order to um, and make humanity do some I forget what it was at the time what the maneuver okay, was okay okay let me ask you this could it have been a comet mm-hmm. Uh, maybe it was something in the 70s. Okay, because you remember the story I've told you about, well, I've, t- I've talked about it before. Um, it's a story where in the 70s, okay, mm-hmm. I, m- I was hijacked <laughs> and ended up in Atlanta, Georgia with a bunch of charismatic Christians who were much more out there than Baptist. And they 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 were praying over me <laughs> because you know they they're pressuring me to become part of their cult thing. It's a long long story. I'm not going to get into it. And so I just sort of said, okay, so they're Jesus freaks. I'm talking to myself, right? So, okay, they're Jesus freaks. I like Jesus. So they're praying to me about for me. Well, I, prayers are nice, you know. Okay, so let me just kind of get into this thing. And so I said. Yeah, yes, yes, go ahead, pray for me. And all of a sudden, I was like hit with this beam of light. And I sat straight up in the chair and I started talking in tongues. Okay, I know that because I didn't know what the hell I was saying. And after the fact, somebody said, that's talking in tongues, I've seen it before. And um, so that was, you know, something that I seemed to have done. But... The thing that was different was that I was different. And I could look at every single one of those people and know exactly what they were thinking. If they were good, if they were bad, what what was the, what was, I could see their souls. I mean, I went from, you know, being an intuitive to being a flat-out psychic of, of immense powers at that moment. And so I'm like, oh, God, what just happened, you know? And so I attribute what's happened to the power of this group. And yet, theoretically, I disagreed with a lot of what they were saying. But I did not have the background in the Bible to be able to dispute them. So now I go and I get a Bible. I don't know if I had it or whether I bought it at the time. I think I bought it. And it was a St. James version. And I proceeded to read it from the first page onward, right? Because for two reasons. One, to have the knowledge of the Bible to be able to talk coherently on the experience I'd had. And two, to um, find out what the hell was in this Bible. <laughs> what is what is this Bible thing? So... I start reading it, and I'm probably a quarter of the way through it when I said, this is malarkey. 
I said, what is all, I don't need all this details. This one's beginning, this one, and all the, oh my God, it was just like, no, I can't, I can't deal with this. So I said, okay, God, because by then I was talking to God because, you know, I'd gone through a godly experience. Okay, God, I figure that you're at least as intelligent as I am, and I know that to be a good writer, you tell people what you're going to tell them, you tell them it, and then you tell them what you told them. So I said, let's do this. And I go back, I open it up again, and I go into Genesis. And I'm reading about Genesis. And I get through the Adam and Eve thing and the, you know, God's throwing them out of the the uh, Garden of Eden. And he says, you know, now let's look, look back at what that was all about. God said, don't take of this tree. Don't eat the fruit of this tree. That's all, the only thing that, that he said to, to Adam and Eve concerning their existence in Eden, the Garden of Eden. And then some critter that they make look like a, a snake comes along and convinces Eve that she should eat of the tree that God prohibited them from eating from. And the reason being that was that if you take from the tree of knowledge, you will be like gods. So she does it, convinces Adam, and then God says to them, you know, you broke the treaty. You know, I told you don't do this thing. So now you got to go out and you've got to live the tree of life. And he throws them out of the Garden of Eden. Okay. So I said, okay, let's stop there. Let's go to Revelations, the last book in the Bible. Let's just see what they're saying now. And I start reading this, this thing and um, I realize, yeah, I get to the end of the, now I do think there's been a Bendelin effect on the, on the book. Um, but the version I had at the time I had, the last paragraph said, um, if you don't reach back for your your brother, in other words, they're telling about all these awful things that are going to happen at the end of Revelations, don't reach back. Don't try to help the dirty. Don't ha try to help the thieves. Don't try to, don't try to, don't try to, because you'll be written out of the book of life. Boom. Ah, got it. The book of life, the tree of life. They were thrown out of, they took from the tree of knowledge, indicating they wanted knowledge. God said, I've got no, I've got no other option here. You've got to go live life in order to find out the knowledge. You ate the damn thing. You want to, you want to be like God's to be it. You got to have the knowledge. Go experience it. Go ahead. Go ahead. Get out of God. Get out of Eden. Go ahead. I'll pick you up along the way. And then we have the revelations thing. And it says, you know, if you, you'll be written out of the book of life. You will be written out of the book of life. Your existence will no longer matter, never mind in a group or in an individual. It'll be a done deal. Nothing will have happened. You will not have existed. If you try to reach back for your brother. Now, to me, what this indicated was, oh, okay, so this is a trick question. Because you're going to take me out of the book of life. Which means you're going to put me back into the Garden of Eden. If I simply will not leave. Even for the promise of the New Jerusalem city and this wonderful prospect of future that you have. If I reach back for my, my brother, then I know the difference between good and evil. And I will be written out of the book of life and live someplace called Eden and understand, you know, 
the full implications of what it's like to be God. Because you've got all these experiences. What makes up God? Why are we here? Because God's experiencing life. Living the book of life. Living the tree of knowledge. That's what it's all about. In my opinion. And there was something else I was going to say, but that's probably enough, huh? That was pretty good, I thought. <laughs> anyway. Um, so, my, yeah, back to the question that we have now. Could it be that in... Okay, so I didn't finish the story. So... I, I do all this, right? And then I get Donskovsky's book on the worlds in collision, Walt. And you know what that's the story about. That supposedly a comet hit, hits Earth and causes Earth to, to go through the, day, the whole day and night, uh, three days of darkness. The, all the plagues can be, you know, explained away, the exodus of the Jews from Egypt. It's just a marvelous, marvelous and, and incredibly technical thesis it's the best thesis i have ever read on something that is an extraordinary statement because the statement is is that a comet came into the solar system and got close between you know the jupiter mars and earth uh gravity that it actually created a electric charge between the two celestial planets in this case earth and the comet and the comet is mostly carbon oxygen, and so that's where you get the concepts of pitch falling from the sky. And there, I mean, all sorts of different scientific explanations for things that have come down to us as fables or stories from the past, made up or not. So then you get to a situation where he says that it was it slowed down the comet so that the comet actually began to rotate around in an orbit around the sun instead of you know, an elliptical thing getting slingshotted out again, and that that comet is actually Venus. Now, he was a very famous uh, scientist when he wrote this, and what happened was that he was ostracized from science because everything they knew about Venus at the time was that it was mostly an ammonia kind of uh, atmosphere. And then when the probes got to Venus, they found out it was exactly what he said it was, and so he's been revived over the years. But when I was reading this whole this whole explanation of this comet and Earth and everything else, they were saying the same words. He was saying the same words in that book that is in Revelations. So I knew that the first thing that sets Revelations off is we get hit by a comet. Then this friend of mine tells me that he just was talking to an amateur astronomer, who and this is 1972, and then the, the guy said what was... Yeah, 72, I think. 71. 71. And he said that the, uh, the comet was going to hit Earth, and the comet was named Kohotek, after the Czech that saw it first, amateur. And that it was supposed to hit, collide with Earth on December 25th. And this at this time, we're at, uh, in, in late September. And so... Um, I realized that, oh, God, you know, somebody's giving me the message that we're about to get hit by a comet. That it now, now starts up revelations. Okay, so what do I do about this? And I realized all I have to do is deny, because the book, of, the book tells me that. If you, if you reach around to help your, your, your fellow man, you have denied the book of life. I want to stop this thing. So, okay, so I'm going to believe that 
I, one individual understanding the riddle of the Bible, now seeing that we're about to enter the Revelation's time frame, I can stop it simply by wanting to stop it. And do you suppose they opened up a, a the, 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 the barrier to the free will thing, opened it up so that I could say, for everybody in humanity, I figured out the riddle, we're going to turn that comet, because that comet turned 25 degrees and never got close to Earth. Hmm. Well, the point I, I wanted to make is that there's... Uh, Collective consciousness doesn't mean loss of individuality, because even though there were millions of entities involved in trying to protect the Earth at that time, it, it wasn't one entity who had that idea. And that's and that's because there's no you cannot predict how the source or God or whatever you want to call it how it's going to manifest. Each one is valuable. Because out of millions and millions of entities, only one had the one the one particular idea. So there you have it. Everyone is valuable. Here they they, they turn it around, and they just focused on the ego. So only oh, only these are valuable. These are, have the degrees or the education or whatever. No, no, everyone is valuable. Because you you never know. How the cre- where the creator will express itself. Well, take a look at, for example, uh, the story goes that the ancient uh, Kung Fu masters learned a lot of Kung Fu from watching, for example, certain in- insects, like the motion, like the movements, the physical movements of the praying mantis. It gave birth to a, a, a whole uh, series of disciplines on Kung Fu. They're, they're, so you, there you have it. The man, you're not learning it from some uh, martial artist. You're learning it from a humble creature, an insect, something that would be considered less than a human. So you, so you see, you, you don't in the collective consciousness, no part is insignificant. There's no that that notion of oh, you you do away with the individuals and you only have this. No, no. You, you're you're still an individual, and you still have your individual consciousness. In fact, it's so important that you hold on to it because you never know which consciousness the 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 creator will choose to manifest—a thought, or an idea, or an action. You never know. Well, <laughs> and that's the key: is that if, if if what I think has happened is that there's this source of energy that begins to experience life. So every given life particle that comes out, you know, bubble, let's just think of bubbles of of life, and they go through and they have their own story and they get all this experience and everything, but it all feeds back to that oneness. So if you want that oneness to be awesomely loving and wonderful, and we'll feed back that energy into that oneness. If every single human being realized that they were a representative of whatever God they want to create, then I suggest every single human being would choose love and joy and friendship and just, you know, like 
mind-blowing experiences of good things that we have in front of us versus the crazy-ass evil ones. You know, and that's, it, why, that's why it doesn't it make any sense when, like, like Janine says, uh, that in the truth or community, there are uh, pay attention. You, there are people who are investing their time and energy putting down uh, uh, truthers. For example, they're doing videos saying, "Oh, this person was wrong. This person said this. This person said that." So in, instead of making videos that have uh, a useful content informative content, something that will help people. They're wasting their time putting together videos, putting down, oh, this person said such a thing and it was wrong. Or this person said, so they're, they're wasting their time. They're, 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 they're actually, you're still, whether you are aware of it or not, you are still following the, in the steps of the the programs of the cabal. You know, the, one of, what's one of their ways of controlling us? pitting one against the other a cockfight you know there's always this never pay it never pay it you're so, so busy arguing some point with somebody that you're not paying attention how you're being manipulated you're not arguing because uh, at, at heart you want to argue you know you're arguing because this this fight was you know somebody pushed you to this fight you know or somebody convinced you that oh you you have to you have to prove that you're right, and it, again the 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 cult of the ego always see who who's on top, who's more knowledgeable, who who's what what a waste of time. Everybody's knowledgeable, you know. Like like some groups, oh my meditation group is more powerful than your meditation group. Oh we channel the uh, we channel the, the the council of thirteen, don't you know? Oh no, you we chant we. Is that so? They're fighting to one up each other. See who is <laughs> like. This isn't the time to be arguing about. You know, if we are in the business of, that we that we want to live by truth, and and share truth with others, then do that. Forget about this. Who know? Oh, this knows more. Oh, this one has. Uh, oh, forget it. That's that's just ego worship. Who's better? Who's more powerful? Oh, who's done? Look, look at look at. There's no way. There's no way that every human being can see things the same way because every human being is seeing a reality exactly. from a very specific position. So exactly. it's not a matter of everybody thinking the same way. It's everybody sharing their observations of exactly. reality to get to a consensus of well. This is what reality is right now. Because it, if we don't understand the malleability of reality, we can't surf the waves. It's like every time you get to an aha moment, all of a sudden, because you got to that aha moment, you change the collective. Every aha moment every human being has changes the collective and that's why when when we talk about cosmic reality rules what's this it's the second one it's majority rules and it's it's the way that certain people can put out a tremendous amount of energy and come to grasp the aha moment and that is the energy that's the 
more of energy, not more of people. So every individual person who is understanding we are all connected, but I'm special because I'm unique and everybody's special because everybody's unique. We're all bringing in another slice of reality to the collective consciousness and nobody holds the truth because how could you? Everybody sees it differently. Exactly. And that is, it's like, for example, okay, you have cats and you have a dog. Well, do they see things identically? Of course not. Different eyes, different perceptions of things. So each one of them is seeing the, uh, reality slightly but different. So all the perceptions add to the, the experience of what we call reality, not just one. I mean, th that's what we... That was that 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 separation, that isolation, that was imposed on us. It, that was not that's not the way nature works, but it was imposed on us, and that's what we have to, you know, wake up from. And I'm I'm glad for that message from Matthew because that has changed. They enjoyed their dark collective, whereas all of us were isolated. Well, that's now it's a level playing field. <laughs> They're all isolated. It's one on one. Exactly. All right, we're coming to the end of the show. We got like two minutes here. Dolly, did you want to say good night? Sure. Good night, everybody. Did you enjoy? And don't forget, Oak Island is on tonight. It is. Um, Yes, I enjoyed the conversation. No, it's that. No, no. Is it tonight, Tuesday? No, no, it's Saturday today. <laughs> oh, geez. Well, that's the way my life. The time changes like tomorrow, remember? When <laughs> yeah, you wake yeah. Up, it'll be oh. an hour earlier. Yeah. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah. So rather than 8 o'clock, it's going to be 9 o'clock? No, it's no. going to be 7 o'clock. Fall back. You fall back. Right. So rather than eight o'clock, look, look at your look at your phone and whatever it says, set your clocks to it. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, the phones change by themselves; oh. they don't yeah. have to be changed. Okay. Oh, thank God. <laughs> Would you like to say good night, there, Walter? Uh, good night, everybody. Thank you for being here with us, and we hope we ha you have a fantastic time. Well, it certainly was different. And, yeah, um, Janine, Tarot by Janine. And she's on YouTube, so she's very careful about not saying things. Remember, that... she's got uh, two channels, uh, Tarot by Janine and Sending Ravens. She also, so she, she's what was got that? Two... What was that other one? What? Uh, Sending Ravens. Sending Ravens? Uh-huh. Okay. By Janine. That's, I don't uh, know why she has two channels, but that's the way she she set up. Uh, maybe she uses one over the others, depending on. I don't know. I don't know. All I know is that it's uh, those two. I, I the reason I pay attention to those two because those we have, I can depend we, on the post the post the okay. date that it was posted. Okay, we gotta we gotta go. We gotta else. we gotta go. We gotta Good go. night. <laughs> All right, be safe, everybody. Say what? Say what radio show with no agenda.
it's always a surprise. But if we're not having fun, we're doing something wrong. <laughs>